The VPM Daily Newscast is sponsored by Kanawa Capital Management. Your financial life is unique, complex, and dynamic. Kanawa Capital Management's team of credentialed professionals has been helping its clients build wealth and confidence through personalized planning and informed investing since 1989. Learn more at cancap.com. That's K-A-N-C-A-P.com. I'm Benjamin Dolly, and this is the VPM Daily Newscast. Governor Ralph Northam recently backed the legalization of marijuana. Virginia would be the first state in the South to do so. And as Roberta Roldan reports, one lawmaker wants the tax revenue from legalization to go towards reparations. The legislature's research arm, JLARC, released a report on marijuana legalization last week. In it, they highlighted that black Virginians are more than three times as likely to be arrested for marijuana offenses than white Virginians, despite using the drug at the same rate. Delegate Lee Carter, a self-proclaimed socialist from Manassas, says having new tax revenue creates new possibilities for the conversation around reparations. We can begin to talk about reparations in a way that, that gets away from the conversations that have derailed reparations plans in the past. It's always, you know, what are we going to pull that money from that we're already spending it on? Carter says he plans to advocate for reparations to be included in whatever legislation is proposed in the upcoming General Assembly session. Governor Northam said last week that he'd support expunging the records of people with marijuana offenses and reserving some dispensary licenses for minority entrepreneurs. Roberto Roldan, VPM News. Virginia lawmakers face some of the loosest ethics rules in the country. That's the finding of a new national ranking from the nonpartisan Coalition for Integrity. Ben Pavier has more. The so-called Swamp Index started in 2018. Virginia is deep in the mud, ranked 46th down three spots from two years ago. Shruti Shah heads the coalition that developed the scores. She says trust in government is at a low point. I would think that anything you can do to improve that would be a welcome measure. Virginia does have an ethics council, but Democratic delegate Marcus Simon says it lacks teeth. Tells delegates and senators and elected officials how to get away with accepting gifts and and how much they can, you know, where the lines are and what they can do, uh, as opposed to investigating things they weren't supposed to do. Simon says he supports changing that, but he says next year's shortened 30-day session may not leave enough time for an overhaul. Ben Pavier, VPM News. The Chesterfield Health District is offering free COVID-19 testing events before and after Thanksgiving. One will take place today at Walmsley United Methodist Church from 4 to 5 p.m. Testing will also be available next Monday, November 30th at Second Baptist Church from 2 to 3 p.m. No insurance coverage is needed and no appointment is necessary. The number of Virginians enrolled in Medicaid shot up this year, as well as the program's costs. That's due in part to the pandemic, but as Patrick Larson reports, state officials were expecting a spike anyway. Medicaid expansion that went into effect at the beginning of last year was projected to make over 400,000 more Virginians eligible for coverage. Total enrollment grew faster than normal in 2019 and even faster this year, according to the Department of Medical Assistance Services. To receive increased federal funds for Medicaid during the pandemic, Virginia can't disenroll anyone from the program unless they move out of the Commonwealth. That means more people are joining and fewer are leaving. But despite rising costs, Virginia is actually spending less with that federal funding. Without further action from Washington, the extra aid is set to end in July 2021. Patrick Larson, VPM News. $2.7 million is being distributed to landowners across the Middle and Upper James River regions. The funding from the Virginia Environmental Endowment will help cover the cost of planting and maintaining tree buffers to reduce pollution. 
The goal of the James River Buffer Program is to plant 1,377 acres of trees. The newly funded efforts are aimed at keeping nearly 200,000 pounds of sediment out of the river in Chesapeake Bay. The money expands the current planting project to the Upper James and is scheduled to launch in January. A task force made up of teachers, students, and staff have recommended John Tyler Community College change its name. The decision was announced in an email to students on Monday from college president Ted Raspiller. The task force is also recommended renaming two buildings for former Virginia Governor Mills Godwin and State Senator Lloyd Byrd. Both were leaders in the fight against school desegregation, known as Massive Resistance. The task force is now looking at new names for John Tyler Community College. The college board is expected to vote on the renaming in March. Many students rely on their school's cafeteria for food. Because of the pandemic and virtual learning, Richmond schools began providing meals for families to pick up. But schools will be closed December 21st through January 1st for winter break. Superintendent Jason Cameras says families can still order meals ahead for one week or the entire break. Each box will have five breakfasts and five lunches. You can pre-order them online or at any of our meal locations in person. Uh, you can also call our family support line to make those orders. RPS families have until November 30th to order these meal packs. There will also be no meal distribution over Thanksgiving break. RPS is giving out extra meals today to cover the three days off. Chesterfield schools will also be handing out meals today to students that rely on their schools for food. The meal pickup will provide food for the entire week through the Sunday after Thanksgiving. The district will be making similar adjustments during its two-week-long winter break. Meals distribution will continue on Mondays and Wednesdays to feed students through New Year's Day. Today is the last day to pick up meals before the holiday in Henrico, too. The five-day service will resume next Monday. The district says they're still putting together a meals distribution schedule for winter break. All the stories you've heard can be found online at vpm.org news. This has been the VPM Daily Newscast. VPM. Hi, it's Terry Gross, the host of Fresh Air. We bring you in-depth, long-form interviews with actors, directors, musicians, authors, journalists, and more. Listen to our Peabody Award-winning Fresh Air podcast from WHYY and NPR.